Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace, and to the end of the week, Friday morning. I'd like you to take a moment today just to think about the ways that you express creativity in your life. Maybe it's in your work, maybe it's in your spare time, maybe it's in the way that you present yourself to the world. There are so many different ways of expressing creativity. And it's interesting, as we grow up over time, how those expressions change, and maybe the intention and purpose behind them change. And how that even begins to influence the expression itself. So how do we get back to that real innocence? Expressing creativity in a way that is without any purpose, without any reason, without any expectation. And it's interesting, you'd think maybe sort of with children that they might do that. But I notice even with my own children that although they're willing to experiment a lot, and they're maybe not making it necessarily with the intention to get approval. At the same time, there is definitely an idea, having expressed that thing, to then sort of seek approval for it and to feel better as a consequence. As we get older, I think often commerce comes into play, and especially if it's for our work, we feel the need. There is a very real need to actually make something that other people like. So all of a sudden, I think the expression starts to be manipulated in some ways. Of course, when it comes to commerce and our work, there's no real way around that. That's kind of as it is, and we have to find a way in our own mind to be okay with that. But I feel it's really important in everyday life 
to find some way, some place, somehow of simply expressing ourselves in a way that feels innocent and uncontrived and that feels that brings a sense of joy to our life. It's so easy, I think, to focus on what other people like. And in doing that, we are already moving away from that expression. To be able to genuinely deliver something without any idea, without any expectation, without wanting to impress another person, actually takes real courage. It's quite difficult. Now, you may be thinking, well, this is crazy. I'm not going to sort of cook up a huge dinner for friends and invite them round and not care whether they like it or not. Or I'm not going to, I don't know, learn a new tune on my guitar or piano or whatever and play it for someone else and not care what they think. But actually finding areas of life where the risk is fairly low, I think is really important. It reminds us of something, I think, quite different. It's very hard to find that in other areas of life where we have the freedom to truly express how we feel but without any real consequence. And hey, look, we don't have to start by doing it in front of others. It might be that we begin on our own, just getting comfortable with the idea. And then maybe we share it with someone. And maybe it's something they like, maybe it's something they don't like. Working with that, even if we perceive it as negative feedback, actually allows us to grow in confidence, to grow in courage, and to get back a little bit closer to that idea of a natural expression of creativity. Just something to think about over the weekend. Whatever you're doing, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I look forward to seeing you back here on Monday. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like radio headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.